Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone for any reason, ever, no matter what, no matter where, or who, or who you're with, or where you're going, or where you've been, ever. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll jump in and help you out. Um, yeah, so for any reason whatsoever, you shouldn't miss the Weasel Snake Podcast. Hey! And welcome back. Wow. To podcast number two. Episode two, two. Uh, of a young, uh, of a young, fruitful young season, season ahead. Yeah. We're, as we inch closer to the season, what is it, next Thursday? Is uh, that next Thursday? Yeah. Um, we have uh, the, the second annual Sip Sitting and Smoke, smoke. on well, Saturday. Well, this Saturday, yeah, three days from now. Coming up, from now. coming up, a lot of content coming for that. Um, but, you know, I'll save that for Saturday. This week, this week, we're doing a little uh, a little pre-draft oh, prep. Yep. You know, like we're going to chat a little about, about keepers, some rule changes. Um, but but it's not just going to be the Weasel Snake this week. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, we have a special guest. A special guest. He goes by many names. Um, the Jawline. Um, the Kamish. The back-to-back. The back-to-back champion. champion. Wow. Ryan Buser. Sure. He's here. <laughs> hey, welcome to Kamish. Kamish, baby. Where are we at? <laughs> Let's go, baby. Wow. Wow. That's champ. Champ to you, Murph. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Champ. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, so, Champ, uh, I'm, I just want a little word. Um, no, 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 no. Champ. Champ. Oh, champ! Oh, double champ! Yeah, double champ! Champ! champ. champ yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay, uh, champ! Champ! Oh my god! Gee, I feel like I'm starting. Yeah, that's it. What's going on, boys? <laughs> uh, all right, so so champ, I, I just want a quick little um uh, a quick little uh, uh, um uh, a note to the league and the listeners about about your back to back championship. Oh, the back to back! You know what a feeling! <laughs> what a feeling! Watching Tua Tagvailoa get taken out. Uh, I think before halftime of that game. Yep, yep. Oh, ruining. I think that, that's that's pretty much when I knew it was locked up. And then um, it actually got a little scary. I think I needed AJ Brown to get like four points yep. to take the take the lead. Yep. And it was like a fucking like blizzard in Green Bay. <laughs> so that that was a little scary. I was like, oh god, they're just gonna hand it off to to King Henry. But it came through, grinded all season. And boy, does it feel good! Wow, I bet it does, and uh, I bet it feels even better to actually win. You know, without having a losing record, like you did the first time. Uh, I bet you that feels pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that you know, that's nice. Um, you know, having that that winning record, getting that second seed, that buy, that first round. Woo! We love it. You know what's crazy is I, I lost with the winning record, so it was almost like an opposite for me last year. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's crazy because like um, Buse um, had a losing record and won the chip, and then you had a winning record and you weren't addressing the, the circle. circle. So like, so, so, honestly, so, it's anybody's game. Equal. I think those two things <laughs> it's are anybody's equal. game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So um, so we we uh, alluded to it a little bit last week. Um, Kamish, we had this massive um voting process um of rule changes. Um. We threw up a bunch of different kind of stuff. Um, some stuff a little bit more um, outside the box. Some stuff kind of standard. Uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about the results because, as I kind of mentioned last yeah, week, crazy. And I, uh, I think our league is um, Charmin Ultra Soft because we didn't choose <laughs> any fucking rule changes at all, other than maybe just the um, waiver rollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the waiver budget. Yeah. Um, so so I'm curious um, about that. Well, let's let's go back to the initial voting of the um, of changing the waivers. So there was the three options for um, for the waivers. We had the one we did last year, which is just standard uh, resetting waivers by week. We had the FAB, the free agency budget. Um, and then we also had the rolling waiver, which is what we ended up going with. Um, honestly, I'm most curious about who are the four people that um, chose to keep it the same. So honestly, I think you could guess. If you, if you gave me four names right now of who wouldn't want to change anything – what would they be? Mike 100%. <laughs> I was going to say Mike was my first one too. Mike. Yeah, so yeah, that's okay. one, right? Um, uh, yeah. I honestly think that Z's a guy for not much change. Uh, that's my second guess. I think he's one that likes the league to be more of a chill league. Yep. I, I think he's a more laid-back dude. I could see the Mouse Mongoose picking no change. I'm going Nick as my fourth. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Brandon as, as, as my fourth. fourth. But uh, how do we do? How do we do? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. You got three out of four. Okay. So right. Mike, Brandon, Nick, and then Matty Higgs were the four people that didn't want any change. Uh, all right, all right. So I'll, I'll, I'll go through those four people. 
Mike, who had a fucking awful season and also just the worst takes, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Brandon, who auto-drafted <laughs> for pretty much the entire Third draft. draft. <laughs> Nick, who drafted Todd Gurley in the first round, which ended up being a good pick, but I'm still going to stand by and say it's stupid. And Maddie Higgs, whose um, team was so bad that he named it to at least I'm trying. Those are the four people that voted to keep shit the same. Is that is that correct? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right out of the dot, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because those four fucking people are, are the people that I'm going to be trusting with, with the rule changes, bro. Charmin <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ultra soft, soft, bro. I agree. I hated that. Yeah. I did not. Well, if anything, no, so, I would want to just keep changing. If anything. Yeah, I, I hated I, the way I, that it was. Like, I didn't really care which one it was, but I just wanted to change. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear that. I, I think, like, looking back on last year, it wasn't bad. But throughout the year, there was, like, 20 things that I was keeping track of, like, People mentioning, even if it was just like a one second, like, you know, let's think about this for next year. I wrote it down and then like got to the end of the year, tried to like narrow that down to something more like digestible and got, you know, like the easy changes and then some, you know, changes that'd be more impactful on the league and such as like a waiver, you know, uh, free agency budget. So after all that, I was like, all right, like at least we got these going forward and then (laughs) literally nothing changes. And the people that voted to say same, I'm like, okay, yeah, like. Basically, half the league voted for it to stay the same and half voted for, like, changes. And the people that voted for changes are the people you'd expect. Like, everybody I talk to, like, frequently about fantasy and is, like, into it voted for a change. And, like, anybody I've, like, never requested a trade to, you could just guess. (laughs) No, I feel – and I don't think that's coincidence. You know, I I feel like the the people that were more – I mean, I'm I'm, like – I don't want to say more invested, but just more, like – Doing more than just setting the lineup and, and just we're, for, we're more invested in like the league itself and not just winning. Those are the people that want to change and the ones that like weren't not as invested but were just more content to just kind of like, you know, like, like fill their roster and, 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 and feel the roster um, like week to week and that's it. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that like didn't, you know, like, you know, want. Yeah. And I also well, want to go, go ahead, Bruce. You're good. Keep going. No, I was just going to say like it's, it's fair. We have some guys that are like obviously – not super invested in a fantasy like like the you know some of us might be yeah which is and i think like honestly some of it too is not being able to like communicate um like in person like uh, i have to try and make my like messages to the league like as succinct as possible and like uh, you know understandable for like the average person reading it where i think if i was able to explain like oh yeah brandon and nick like a free agency budget you get this and like this is how it works like da 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 like i feel like that definitely has an impact on like what they're voting for like like keeping it the same is just like the safest option i feel like you're saying 100 i also want to touch upon that we did have a three a three um ways to change or three ways to keep our budget yeah and then they all tied right and they all tied so then what we did when what abuse men- mentioned was that since that 80 or 75 percent of the league wanted change and only 33 percent of the league wanted um to keep it the same we decided to put it to a two vote um, through the league, uh, so we, second vote, um, almost like like a playoff round for that kind of thing because there was all tied. So then we went down to rolling waivers, um, and I th- we talked about it a little, bit, a little bit last week, and then the free agency budget, and the rolling waivers won. Um, so so, so commish, like first, I want to ask, what did you vote for the first time around, and did that change the second time around? The first time around, I voted for rolling waivers. So the second time, it, it was the same thing. I, I I was pretty, like, open to the idea of fab. Um, I kind of waited to see – I mean, this is, like, a little, uh, you know, insider information. <laughs> like, I was waiting to see, like, what the votes were rolling out to be, where, like, if there was a tie, I could, like, break it 7-5 to five and not just make it 6-6. Six, six. Oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Well, I mean, insider like, trading. I, I, no, I, I wanted you guys to get, Sounds like, the, little, the first uh, say of, like, what you wanted to do. And then after that, I, I would, like, go in and – Kind of put my votes in too. All right, all right, all the scenario, scenario. I would understand too if honestly, if our votes were tied five five, and I would want one person to be the decider, I want the commission. That is fair, but scenario, I'm I'm just curious. I'm just curious. So so if the, if there was like a risk of a tie and it was six five in favor of the fab, even though you won the ruling waivers yourself, would you have chosen the fab just so we wouldn't have a tie? Oh, absolutely. I would have okay. chosen Fab. Right. That's respectable. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, no, I walk you back. Yeah, no, I, gotcha. I, I don't mind the idea of Fab. I, I think like rolling waivers, I mean, is just like a, I don't know, like, like we've been talking about, like just the, you know, dynamics of our league and like, 
I not to put Nick on blast. I could just see him <laughs> dropping like half of his fab like off rip to get you know some backup running back week one after an injury. That is fair. And it's just like all right, rolling waivers is like enough of a strategy change where it's still like you know is a little bit. I, but if it came down to fab versus rolling, and I had the sign vote, definitely fab. Okay, that's valid. I'm, I think what you were saying about the fab is that it was such. Like, it was so outside the box on the people didn't want it. I think that's another reason why people didn't want IDP because for both of those things, like, people would have needed to be a little more invested. And, and, and that includes, yeah. uh, like, Nick and, and Brandon and, and, and those guys that maybe haven't been quite as invested, they would have had to do a little more. But like, I'll be, I want to hear your, I want to hear your take and the Weasel's take on, on the IDP because I know that was something that I really did want to see implemented. I definitely wanted IDP. Um Personally, I hate, like, def- defense and special teams. Like, it's just so, like, you can get negative three one week. You can get 27 the next week. Like, I, Murph, I know you don't like kickers, but, like, your hate for kickers is, like, my hate for, like, team defense. Like, it's just, like, I think with kickers, you're at least guaranteed, like, you know, three to eight points a, a week. It's just, like, free points in my eyes. Team defense, like, you try to stream the best matchup and get somebody playing, like, the Jets or, you know, some horrible team. And they could still end up giving up, you know, like 500 yards, and all of a sudden they have negative two points, which, I mean, negative two versus plus two, that's a four-point swing, and that can mean a lot in the matter of what You like know how many matchup. games people won based off four points and less? There was a goddamn tie exactly. with decimal points. Bro. A tie with, with happens, two spots. It happens once points. every year, bro. No, not just the tenth place, the hundredth place, <laughs> damn it. Well, we had a tie down to the goddamn <laughs> hundredth place. place, bro. So, so yeah, no, I I'm, I totally agree. I, I I think that's like exactly my take on IDP. Oh, Weasel, were I, you in on IDP? Or I, no? I, well, I totally get that, and I'm totally for that in the future. But, but. I, I, I'm I I I believe I voted against it. I honestly don't remember because it was so long ago. But I believe I was anti um, IDP for the only reason that if our our league isn't as as invested as they need to be to have an IDP league. I think that we need to have guys that are always on it and, and being a part as the defensive conversation as much as they are the offensive conversation. And since we have guys that are barely on the offensive conversation, it's hard to even get them involved into the defense. And then you're going to have the guys that are serious about this just run the league because they know exactly who to get every single week while the other five guys have no idea what they're doing. I know. I, I feel you. I'm, I guess my only pushback to that was, um, and I, this can't, I tried to bring this up in our like league discussions that we had, and it just got taken the wrong way. Um, I compared the, the scores of IDP players to tight ends just to see if that was just like a comparable kind of um, just a nice comparison to use in terms of like how many points they get. And it was and it was comparable. I mean, like um, like outside of Travis Kelsey, I feel like tight ends are putting up like in the upper echelon, maybe like 15, 16 a week. And then IDP, like if anything, maybe had a couple more guys in that top level, but it was the same kind of points range. So I like. I just feel like if people could just get their shit together like 2% more, then we could definitely have fucking done IDP. And, and, and next year I'm going to be saying the same fucking well, thing. I, well, a great side call I think we said it before was to do like a side league and just run it with the IDP and see if we can handle it. Like with, the experimental league. But, but that's like, saying then you're going to make them commit to a whole other league with everything else into it. Bro, I, I can tell you right now I'm in five fantasy leagues league here. Me too. I so like, like, like an all for money. So like the sixth without money, like I – like. Like I would get value out of it, but I wouldn't really give a shit. About right. It. So I don't right. know. That, that was my thing. On that. I totally get that. Totally um, good. like last thing I know you just mentioned it briefly was I want to know who voted to get rid of the kicker. I know I was one of them. I think probably only one other person voted with me. I'm just very curious to see who was in my camp. Yeah, it was literally ten to two. That that was the most terrible. Um, terrible. You know, that was the biggest like differential in voting. And bro, I, I was coming up with like all these rules in my head of like. The voting system in general and, like, how I was going to put it out and, like, use the Google form and, I, like, oh, if it gets nine votes, like, it's automatically implemented and all this shit. Yeah. And everything was fucking six to six, bro. Like, this was the only thing to hit nine was keeping kicker. Bro, which it is – It was ten to two and the only two people, <laughs> Drew and Murph, the reason <laughs> bro. Come on. I fucking hate the kicker, Come on. bro. I hate – you know my times, bro? Young Hoo Bro, what the fuck is that? Bro, bro get him Blake out of there. Shit, bro. What the fuck is that? Bro, Greg Zerline, Greg the leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about I'll, I'll Greg the leg you off my fucking team, bitch? I do not want kickers in bro, this league. Bro, bro. I'm, I'm so glad. I can't, I can't take it. Oh, so, okay, <laughs> so, so, so um, from the only person like out of this out of this threesome here that voted to keep it, uh, make your case, Buse. How do you vote against team uh, defenses and then say, yeah, I want to keep the kicker? What do you got? 
I, I, I mean, I, I just explained it, bro. Team defense can get you, like, negative five points. Kickers just get you free money. Like, it, it's free. But, they just get you, like, an extra – they get you a PAT. They get you a couple field goals. Like, that's all just free points. Bro, no, I've seen Mason Crosby, who was supposed to be one of the greatest kickers of all time, what, one or two years ago. The dude missed, like, six fucking field goals in a game. <laughs> bro, and, and he was negative, Buse. It's not just free points, bro. Bro, bro it's I, not. Yeah, I, I can't. I more, can't do it. More often than not, it is. Okay. Okay. All right, I can I, agree. I can't. I, can I, I literally cannot handle it when my kicker throws up four points <laughs> and then their kicker throws up sixteen, all because their offense couldn't score touchdowns and they just had to kick field goals. And you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me that's how I'm gonna lose that week? It's bad. I, I don't like that. No, I, and, I don't want that ever again. No, I don't. And I'll be honest, it sucks because I, I'll, I'll admit it's it's a hard camp to be in because like all someone has to do is say, "Oh, well, kickers actually score points." And I'll be honest, I don't have a real argument against it. I don't. <laughs> I just don't fucking like it. I just don't fucking like it. And I know that's not a good enough reason. It's not because, because there's a more thought out reason for the IDP and and um the, like compared to team defense. I just fucking don't want um any matchup. Like in fantasy, um, to, to be dictated by like like what you just said, like like one kicker scoring twelve and another scoring two, exactly. So that's my thing. All right, no, that's fair. I, I understand though. All right, so I I think for rule changes, I, I think the process went well. I think maybe we just got to do a little bit differently with like the maybe like majority gets it or something like that. But I I think all in all it went well. For sure, for sure. So next, I think we wanted to run right into the keepers, right? Okay, yeah. So we're in keepers right now. Deuce, baby, you still with us? Oh, yes. All right, brother. All right, so let's roll right into the keepers. Yeah. Wait, are we, are we recording still? Oh, yeah, we're good. Oh, we're on. We're on. Yeah, a, a, a brief technical difficulty, but we're live. Yeah, we're, we're still <laughs> I don't know what happened. Wait, what? My bad. Yeah. Uh, no, Murph, you were saying, like, good process, but, like, what do you want to change for the future? I just don't know if, like, the nine-vote threshold, which we were asking for, like – I don't know if we're, we're going to get – like, if, if we want change, I don't know if that's the number. But I, I also don't know if it's just, like, seven majority. So maybe we have to hit a sweet spot at eight. I don't know. I, I think in terms of the actual voting in the Google Forms, it went well. But maybe just, like, like the, 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 the tiny parts. Like, we may have to tweak. Like, I, like, what are your thoughts on that? No, I hear that for sure. I mean, I, even the ones with, uh, like, seven, nothing reached seven that was – for a change like the only things that reached seven were was like um like no trading draft picks like keep it full ppr like those had seven to five but like that doesn't help us in terms of wanting to change so i don't know like i i thought everything went like decently well um i i thought like the you know the ballot on the google form was a pretty good way i just think like honestly we should take a look at it at the end of the season because like throughout the season, we're rattling things off like things are, you know, fresh in our minds of something that just happened. You know, like I just got screwed by a kicker. Like, let's take kickers out of the league next season. Then at the end of the season, I think we need, need to just like wrap it up, like talk shit through, maybe get like on a Zoom or something where everybody can be like explaining their points or something where I'm not trying to do it through a message or something like that. Um, but it's hard, too, because like people don't make playoffs. I know the punishment changes it, but like people don't make playoffs in week 11. They're just like out of it and they're not really paying attention anymore. People don't give a shit. Hey, you're right. Hey, but I, I think that's actually a nice segue um, into um, the punishment draft, actually. I, I would like to talk about that because I think – Yeah, we'll do that before keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I think um, the punishment draft makes it all interesting because like um, obviously having one punishment like last year with the circle, that was nice. But I think this year – Everyone having their own punishment that they had to select out of a group of punishments that are just absolutely, bro. I'm just gonna terrible. rattle off some of the best. Glenn's fall circle just bring it back. Obviously, yeah. Go on a date with a blow up doll. Take a SAT in an outfit. Open mic night with songs by the league's choice. Shave eyebrow. Hundred yard dash with paintballs being shot at them. Yeah, yeah. Doorman at McDonald's with a tux. Twenty four hours in Waffle House, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mile in less than eight thirty. You got to do another one. Salvation Army bell for twelve hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even right there, that's like seven or eight. <laughs> and, and, and and that means there's four there's four more other other punishments that people are gonna have to choose from. I mean, you got lead chance at high school football games. You got a piercing of a choice of of, of your choice for a month. Eat, eat a Carolina Reaper. Eat, eat a Carolina Reaper. NFL Combine. Eighteen week, week old eggs thrown at you. Five K outfit of the week. league's choice, bro. Like this photo shoot, bro. Like, dude, there's so much going on. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, like, okay, Buse, I, I'm I, I have two questions for you. First, if you are the first pick in the punishment drafts. Um, what do you think you'd pick? Oh, 
First pick. You're the first uh, pick. Every punishment. So basically, you should be getting, you know, the um the the the, the least worst punishment. If that makes any yeah. sense. That is true. It's tough. Um, so all right, I'm looking at responses right now. Seven people have responded so far. Um, honestly, I think. <laughs> Doorman at McDonald's with a tux would just be so fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's got that's got six votes for it already. So like if that ends up being one, that that's like harmless, but at the same time, just like still like great. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's absolutely electric. Oh no, I, I think I think my first pick would be either that. Well, I think I might literally sit in like the Waffle House or Taco Bell for 24 hours and like every like either taco slash waffle you eat takes off an hour. I don't know. I just feel like I could kind of flourish in that environment and, and, and not be there for that long. Well, even if even if you tanked 16 tacos, even if you tank 16 tacos, it's still eight hours. you're still sitting there for eight hours. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. That, okay, you're right. It's something to think about. Oh, Weasel, how about you? Um, what, I think I think I, I I think that playing an instrument in downtown Saratoga until you're in twenty bucks, that's a good one. That's probably the one I'd go for. I'd also think about doing a photo shoot or uh, maybe. Uh, there's some there's some tough, tough choices. There's, I mean, dude, the hundred yard. Dude, I love the photo shoot one. Oh like my that. god, I love that. it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that. Like, can you imagine, bro? Like, we we get somebody. Either like in an outfit or like in a shirt that says, you know, I suck at fantasy football. Oh they spend an hour with Hannah Hunter, like depending on obviously, you know, what, what her rates are. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but like spend an hour with Hannah Hunter and she's just like taking pictures of you posing in a sunflower field and you like post those to Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have oh, to. Oh, my you God. They're professionally <laughs> done pictures of you in just a <laughs> fucked up outfit. That's a good one. Just just like, like, like we're spending money on it and there's time spent like. like these are gonna be like professionally like done photos, photos yeah. of just something absurd. <laughs> that would be absolutely epic. I love that one too. All right, let's switch gears to the other end. What is the worst punishment? Well, like, the, like that you guys see. Or well, what abuse. would be your last pick? Abuse. What's the worst punishment that has the most votes right now? Yeah, let's start there. Uh, all right, out of seven people that have responded, there's three that have seven votes. Okay. Playing instrument in downtown Toga. Okay. Twenty four hours in a restaurant. Okay. Hundred yard dash with a paint with uh, paintballs, and I, I think that one's got to be the worst. I think that one's pretty bad too. I, hate that. I, I, I would not want to <laughs> do that at all. Well, if that's one of the like twelve as options, quick as that would be like like 10, 15 seconds. You would just get absolutely demolished. If you oh, get, it, how far away are the shooters? I think they have to be pretty close, bro. Like not super close, but like pretty close. Like like, like I feel like you shouldn't be able to like dodge it all. Like the whole point. Even though I don't fucking want to do it, the whole point would be just to just really fuck. Well, up hopefully you don't draft the worst team, and then you won't be stuck with that one. <laughs> well, bet that's fair. That's fair. That one's pretty bad. Um, the, uh, the wax your chest and shave heads, either or, that's pretty, pretty bad. bad. I piercing for a month, that's bad. The piercing, I don't want to get a piercing. You want to get a belly button ring? You little tiny. I don't powder. want to get anything. <laughs> I don't want a clip on here. Are you kidding me? I, I don't want any of those. But the things. great thing about what that one is, you can choose what the piercing is. The loser gets to choose, so you can choose what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm choosing so for someone to fucking impale like a needle into my body, and then I'm walking around with I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm not shitting on on piercings here at all. For myself, I would never want to do that. So that that might be my personal worst one. To it's be fair. honest. Stay a night at the Clearview. That's not that bad. Yeah, you might catch an infection. <laughs> That's about it. I'll bring my own sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. All right, all right. So, I mean, I think all in all, this like this punishment draft, I am, I think, equally excited yeah. for this as the draft itself. Yeah, it's I true. I won't lie. Because I, I think, like, every person is going to have the, their own personal hell that, that they're going to be looking forward to all the way at the end of the line. Yeah. And I can't wait. And that's everybody can talk about it in their own way. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. So I like that. All right. All right. So I think that was good. Um, yeah. Would love to talk about keepers. Yeah. Um, keepers was a hot topic. Uh, got a little heated. Uh, a, a little <laughs> heated, to say the least. Yeah. Well, let's just start with that. Well, let's just start with that. You want to? You want to start with that, or you want to wait? Well, on you want to start with my keeper, or do you want to? <laughs> no. No. Oh, oh my. Yeah, that's what I want to start with. All right, so so we're going through the keepers, and, and people are, you know, you know choosing people that were on their team the year before, because that's how it works, you know? I mean, that's the point of the keeper is you that, keep like... A t- you keep a player from the 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, how crazy would it be if someone threw in the name of a keeper that wasn't on their team? I don't think it'd be that crazy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. It would be. And you fucking did it. <laughs> well, you see. You did it. Okay, okay. So, we, no, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, Lily, it's not your turn yet because this is this is maybe as bad as Teddy sitting Tua in the chat. This is one of the biggest take a lapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, take a lap segment. Here it is. <laughs> you said Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, you've been saying you've been you were gonna keep Joe Mixon for three fucking months, yeah. and come to find out, he wasn't even on your team. He wasn't on your team. I don't know where my head was at, bro. I was just so caught up in the circle at the end of the year and like coming in last place, and I totally didn't realize that I made that trade like a week before going into playoff or the losers' playoffs. I should say. Sure. Actually, sure, sure. I made that trade going into playoffs, lost my trip into the playoffs, and then lost four straight to then be in the circle, and then. Maybe Joe Mixon was the reason why I was flourishing because I had a winning record without him on my team. Okay, don't okay. Anyway, don't talk anyway. yourself into the keeper that you you anyway, accidentally kept. Well, anyway, you don't have him. Anyway, besides besides the fact, I think I just got lost in it, and then you know I just my whole season I had him because I looked back at the chart from last year when I'm getting my keeper this year, and then yeah. So basically, you got rattled, and now you're on a terrible losing streak. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wasn't locked in for sure. That was my fault. I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses. Kamish, <laughs> weigh in. What do you got? <laughs> Bro, that was the most electric moment when I get a text from Brandon <laughs> and he goes, isn't Joe Mixon on my team? <laughs> I was like, Brandon, bro, we always cook. <laughs> we, we, we cooked him at the beginning of this show. We we're, we're like, oh, yeah, he, he just wants to keep it the same. Like, but no, he's in the in the background, bro. He. He, I think he, he drafted for real last year. Like, he, he knows who's on his team. He's looking at the keepers. He's trying to figure out who he's going to take. He sees Drew take Joe Mixon. He goes, you don't have Joe Mixon, Drew. Oh, my. I, I loved it, dude. Every every minute of that. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. the most weasel moment I've probably, Ever. you know, yeah, seen I in mean, a while. Showers. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> a, a couple laps, then showers, and then head home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Take your ball and go home, weasel. Thanks. No, well, uh, and I think that this speaks to Brandon. Um, who I th- I think you know like he he's taken some heat he has, but I think this moment is a culmination of of he's on the ri- I'd say he's in the on the rise tier of our league I think he is I think yeah that being said though I'm about to roast his keeper me too I'm about to roast his keeper too and although everyone's gonna roast my keeper which they have the right to do on the both the Joe Mixon and my keeper in total but I just think that his keeper is just not so, so yeah so Brandon kept uh, Devontae Adams wide receiver Packers and he's losing his first round pick. But then he also has the eighth pick in the draft. So, I mean, I think maybe Devontae Adams could go before that. Maybe. At, like, at five or six. But even that being said, I don't you're, think you're, you're gaining value salt. at all. If you think Devontae Adams is going at the fifth spot, it, any, wrong. Uh, g- give me one draft that that's ever been an occurrence. The, the, it's just not the, I, I mean, I get it because he's probably the number one receiver by far this year. I, I mean, I understand because like, if you want, I guess if you like it, he's a stud. I mean, like yeah. he's a first round pick. I, but you could have got him in your first round pick, and you could have kept I, the I third think round that's pick. The point. That's what I'm. You, lo- you didn't. Lo- you lost trade value. You yeah, just yeah. lost position value. That's all you did. Yeah. Well, you, and, yeah. honestly, you could have been the eleventh pick and still got him. Yeah, and I mean, he had options like um, like DeAndre Swift was, was like uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mixon was also a choice, which you know we didn't know because you know Drew thought he was keeping him, but you know whatever. But yeah, <laughs> so he had the choice between like even DeAndre Swift, who I mean, um, like is is one. Of my biggest sleepers um, of this year in terms of a guy that can make the jump into a top 10 or a top five kind of back. Um, and then he's just losing value there too. Um, uh, Kamish, how about you? Uh, was this a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down for the Devontae Adams keep? Uh, I didn't hate the Devontae Adams keep. I think, yeah, he definitely had some other options like DeAndre Swift. He even had Kelsey in like the second He had third. McLaurin in the fifth. It literally. He had McLaurin. He had, yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon. So like, he did have options, but I mean, Devontae Adams averaged 26 points last year. Like, so locking him up in the first round when he's going to go, you know, in that first round anyway, I don't mind. And they say he's the, even going to score more The only part that, like, year. was confusing, what's that? They say he's going to score more this year. That's why he's going to pop off because him and Aaron Rodgers are mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> right. No, the only part that didn't make sense was taking the eighth pick. That was just so random. Yeah. yeah well, I think, too, like, um, this is going to come up um, during the, the, the heated keeper we're going to talk about in a minute. I think that there's two ways to look at keepers. There's one where you can look at the keeper in a vacuum where um, the way you're keeping this guy compared to his ADP is their value. I think there's one way to look at it. And I think with Devontae Adams, I, I think there's an argument to be had there where maybe four 
Like, where he's keeping him, his ADP, and, and maybe he wasn't going to get this guy, and he's locking up a receiver. I think, yeah, I, I think that's where um, there's value. But the other way to look at it is um, your options of keepers and the value that, that you're giving up, like, like with right. one between the other. You know? And I guess it just comes down to the person, which one they value more. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, well, let's talk about about yours really quickly. Yeah, I guess mine's a great example to have because it really could go either way. You could look at it in the vacuum because Kamara is a guy that averaging 32 points almost the whole season last year. So if you just look at that, locking that guy up anywhere in any draft spot you are, yep. it would be great, right? But also losing your first round pick yeah, is, is huge because if you, you, you want to be able to get keep somebody that you know was great in your later rounds while being able to pick up somebody great in your first round like Alvin. I'd be able to get Alvin still maybe at what I have. A, I don't know. I don't have the, I have the 10th pick. Either way. But like I could have still, still, still gotten a great running back and also could have kept a great receiver and then I have two instead of just having Kamara now that I have. So it's... it's I'm, I mean, I, I think Kamara in the first with the 10th, I think... Um, especially with the options that you had, seeming that like, like I mean, like, like all, like all kidding aside, like, like Mixon would have been a better keeper than Kamara. So I get that. But now that you take that out of it and you didn't have him, I think Kamara probably was the best call. Yeah. Um. Uh, Kamish, uh, what do you think about the Kamara keep? Yeah, I don't mind the Kamara keep. It's kind of like your McCaffrey last year, taking him at the back of the first. Yeah. I mean, you're you're getting a top five guy in the back of the first round, where then you can come back with that second round pick. And get you know another top guy. So I, I don't hate it. I feel like he didn't have a ton of options. So yeah, my best receiver um, was Adam Thielen yeah. in, the, in the in the second. Bad, bad, so like, bad, bad. <laughs> like come on. So yeah. it's tough. I didn't yeah. have many options. So um, I, I just have to get to it because this was just – right, so this just was my favorite <laughs> moment that, that the league maybe ever seen. So uh, Mike keeps Nick Chubb in the first. And when he could have picked CeeDee Lamb in the ninth. I'll just get the, the, the scenario out there. Yeah. And Mike has the 11th pick. So he, he kept Chubb with the 11th pick. In the first round. In the first round. Which um, comparatively to CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, terrible. So, I, I think it's terrible. But then, uh, Kamesh, you and Mike had a nice little battle in the chat about it, and it was and it, it was it was it was getting kind of it was kind of weasel snake esque. It was weasel snake. It was, if you want to use the word electric, yeah, that was fucking electric. It was so great that everybody watching it wasn't saying anything because it was so great, dude. I'm 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 sitting there. I got the popcorn in my face. I'm waiting for these messages to come out. I want you to take me through it. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me take you through it. So I'm looking for keepers. You know, people are putting them in the chat. And Mike says, I got a chubba. I got a chub. And I'm like, I, I'm fully expecting at this point for Mike to come in and be like, yeah, I'm keeping CD. Like, you guys talked about it on your last pod. Like, keeping CD, I, I was, you know. We didn't even go over Mike. Looking for that entire shot. It seemed like a no-brainer. We literally said, yeah, CD Lamb, moving on. Right. Like, in the ninth round, come on. So he, he's like. I'm going to take you up. And I'm like, really? And he, he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, shock. Immediately, I, I have, I have like four people texting me being like, bro, don't say anything. Don't make him change his mind. So, <laughs> Who said that? Bro, Tell off, me right now. Tell <laughs> you fucking little space. Okay, okay, okay. I'll interject for a second. Because, you know, because I know you, the commish, and I know Mike. And, and Mike, Mike is never going to back down for his opinion, and you're a fucking chirper. So I saw where it was going immediately. Immediately. I'm like, this is going to get bad if I don't fucking say something. And, oh, I said something, and it didn't matter. It's basically I didn't say anything at all. I mean, I think that just speaks to it itself. Like, that kind of validated, in my opinion, like, okay, am I crazy for for thinking Mike is stupid for taking Chubb? And four people are like, bro, don't say anything. Don't let him change it. He already picked Chubb. Right. So I'm just like, all right, clearly, like, the whole league agrees with me already. And so then it just turned into, like, me, you know, coming back at Mike being like, that's a horrible keeper. And Mike was just set in his ways. There, there's no changing, like, the way, you know, Mike thought about that. So he, he then 
he's coming at me, he's like, "Oh, your keeper's horrible. Gibson in the eleventh is horrible." <laughs> which, which side? I'm, I'm like, like, you literally have the best keeper in Antonio Gibson in the eleventh round. Like, like, like nobody is even close. Yeah, the, yeah. Which, which is that was the crazy part to me. But go on, go on. No, and, and then it turned into like, "Oh, let's make a bet. I'll bet you a hundred dollars." And I'm just like, Mike, like, just just agree that like you should have kept CD. And he gets all like, "Oh, I don't trust Dak. I don't trust the Cowboys." And he's a Cowboys fan. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He is a Cowboys fan. So I, I think at this point he's like being a homer, but like not rooting for his team. He thinks he knows like the ins and outs of the Cowboys. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to keep him. And I'm just like, bro, everything I listen to it and read is like, oh, CD's going to be a top 10 guy. You're getting him in the ninth round. Like, I don't know why you honestly, take Chubb in a PPR league. Honestly, yes. with CD, it would have been the second best keeper behind your Gibson. It's honestly a tie between Justin Jefferson, the CD, and the Gibson. Those are the top three for sure. Yeah, insanity. Insanity. Like, it was a no-brainer. It was no-brainer. But but because... Yeah, so, and, no, go ahead. No, I mean, I, I had to play uh, like a little bit of devil's advocate, like like... Half because I just oh, wanted to like, like this, like, just like, like, like I liked it, but so I wanted to sit. But the other half, like, I do believe this part. It's like I said before. I really, truly do think there's like two ways to look at the keepers. And there's the way to look at it, like, comparatively, which with Mike, the CD Lamb keep was literally like one million out of a million times the right, the right, the right keep. I never, yeah, a million times. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I could have had any running back that I could have kept with the 11th and I still would have chosen. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I do. I, no, I, get, I was just shocked, bro. Like, I mean, he got hurt for, you know, he missed like four games last year. He had Kareem Hunt getting, like, getting, you know, flex value for a lot of teams, maybe even RB2. And, and so you just, like, you, you have that duo and you're keeping him for your first round pick. Like, the only way I, I see it as okay is, like, he likes Chubb. Like, that's his guy and he wants to keep his guy. Like, uh, honestly, that's like a lot of what fantasy is about. Is like you're going to go after your guys and like get a team that you like. And I mean, Chubb is a solid running back. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I think he probably would have went before Mike's pick at like what, eleven. He has. Yeah. So I just think there was a lot more value to be extracted, especially like you know in the in the way that we do it, where you lose that ninth round. Yes, I hear you. I, I hear that too. I also think going forward with keepers that um, people, I, I guess it was my kind of fault myself, but I think that we should text you on the side because I think personally, if I was like the sixth draft choice and um, somebody was to keep a running back in the fourth, it might change who I was keeping in the sixth, especially if that person was that has answered the tr- like. A great example would have been Brandon. Like, what happens if Mike was to put in Nick Chubb and then Brandon was to say, yeah, I'm going to keep Devontae Adams in the eighth? That just changed it because now a person that could have picked a, wi- a running back first round before Mike now isn't. He's keeping his wide receiver. So it's, so it's all secret and then the whole list comes out at once. once. Is that what you're saying? Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, I, I think we should do that too. I had a couple of people talking to me about that, so okay. I think we'll change that moving forward. I, I never even thought of that, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. So, no, I think it's pretty fair. I mean, I think I started the trend by just screaming and mixing, but like looking back at it, I shouldn't have done that. But I mean, here I am coming forward so, saying, let's change that in the future. Let's change that in the future. Yeah. No, it, and just to wrap up, uh, wrap up the mic thing, dude, I, I think, honestly, it was just like a lot of buildup. Like, Murph, you talked him up coming into last year, like, oh, he's going to be this great, you know, fantasy player, real knowledgeable, like, compared to Nick, like, whatever. He he had that, you know, mess up. He didn't set his lineup where he, he could have changed out his tight end. Where I think he was playing you. Yeah. And you beat him by, like, three points where he had a tight end on his bench, get him, like, 15. He voted for everything to stay the same. And when he was, like, voting, he was, like, literally the last one. Like, everyone else, you know, all 10 people voted within, like, the first day or two. I'm waiting on Mike on, like, day four and five. Like, yo, can you go vote? And then, like, just, like, all this stuff was – he didn't pay me for the trophy for last year, like, December, bro. So, like, all this stuff was building up. The voting was, like, on my mind. He puts in Nick Chubb, and I'm just like, all right, let, let's go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yo, this is a massive robbery now. I hope I, I hope you know. Not, no, not even. I, I don't, like, I don't hate it. Like, it, it's kind of fun, but – Oh, no, no, no. I that's what I'm saying. I, 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 hope you ch- I hope you draft yeah. him, man, <laughs> No, I, No, that'd be funny as fuck. No, 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 but I, I think, like, the the – I mean, it's the Weasel Snake podcast. So I mean, I think this rivalry is the biggest. But I don't know. I I think this is. I, I think I think I think I'm gonna build this up. Something could be brewing. Yeah. We, something could be brewing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and whether it's actually brewing or it's just the Weasel and the Snake like hyping it up and making it so, eh, we'll see. <laughs> well, we will see. But no, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, I actually did have um a question for you, Commissioner. But because, um, so like we said, you kept Gibson in the uh, what with the eleventh, right? That was eleventh round. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the best keeper. But I'm curious because you also had James Robinson on your team who um, was fantastic last year. We thought Etienne was going to be the guy. Obviously, Etienne goes down with the blown ACL. Um, so I'm just curious. Um, if you could have changed it, like if you could right now change it, what would you think about keeping Robinson instead? Uh, I mean, I might give it like some more thought, but honestly, I've been pretty sad on Gibson like since the end of last year. I was like, yeah, like that's my guy. Like I, I'm, I, James Robinson was like top like six back, and I was still just like, yeah, I'm keeping Gibson in eleven. Like that's insane value. No, I feel like. I feel you. Even without ETN there, I just think, like, so much is going to change with Robinson. Like, he's going to have some help in the backfield, yeah. whereas last year, he, his, like, his numbers were insane, both, like, production and just, like, the amount he was getting the ball the was crazy. And it, it was just, like, a perfect storm. Yeah. The volume was crazy. So, like, I, I would have him from a waiver keeper and then, like, plus three rounds after. So, I'd probably be getting him in, like, the sixth, seventh range. Like, yeah. That's not bad, but I think just, like, having Gibson at the 11th is, like, stud value. I feel you. I, I think um, you'd be hard-pressed to find any keeper that, that's, that's going to be giving you that. So, I think it's fair. I, I think it's definitely fair. Like, I, I'm interested in the Jags, but I think I'm with you. I, I probably would have kept Gibson, mm-hmm. Gibson as well. Well, what's fly right over to you? Since we got we got over me, we went over Buses Gibson. Yeah. Yep, what's yep. fly right over you with your keeper? All right. So, uh, the three options, I had Saquon in the first, I had Jonathan Taylor in the third, or Diggs in the fourth. So I ended up keeping Taylor in the third, um, but I won't lie. I won't lie. Um, I rushed my draft of my draft order because if I really thought about it, I know it's not that big of a difference, but I would have thought about bumping back to, I think the, the, the tenth was available. Um, and then I might've kept Saquon. I won't lie. I won't lie because I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think Saquon's gonna have a massive year. I think like, it's hard to um, deny the fact that skill wise, like in my opinion, he's like maybe the, the the one if not the two like best running back in the league and I think I maybe sh- like should have taken a little longer and kept him at the 10th I don't know like like Weasel what do you think uh I actually disagree with you a little bit I'm a huge Giants fan but I actually think that the Giants O-line didn't get insanely better I think they just picked up somebody like yesterday but other than that um like they, their O-line hasn't really improved he's coming off of a a big knee injury. Daniel Jones is still iffy. If I think if the Giants offense progresses together, then yeah, he'll 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 grow with them. But if the Giants are the Giants, he ain't gonna do much. And he's okay. I think he's gonna get his. I think he's Saquon. I think he's still gonna get eighteen fantasy points a, a week, but he's not gonna give you the twenty six points a week that you would want in your first round keeper. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um so I'm I'm gonna devil's advocate my own keeper. Like like the, like I've been actually like kind of stressing about this even after the fact. So like I really need like some some input. So, so commission I'm gonna go to Jonathan Taylor. So Jonathan Taylor in the third. I mean I I know that there's some value there, but like especially with Marlon Mack coming back, do you think that Jonathan Taylor was the right choice as a keeper? I wouldn't even worry about Marlon Mack. Uh yeah I don't know. I haven't really thought about Marlon Mack too much. I don't know the ins and outs of like what's going on in you know, Indianapolis, fair, but, uh, I, I don't mind, you know, Jonathan Taylor at the third at all. Like you're getting first round value in the third. So you're going to, I mean, I don't know what your strategy is this year. If you're going to go, you know, running back heavy again, well, he's got to draft but at least you're, three you're like, I do have to draft three. <laughs> that's a fact, but I mean, you'll, you'll get like some studs in the first and second to pair up with like another stud. I don't mind that at all. I think I Saquon wouldn't really be in my mind at all. Like, especially coming back from that injury, even if you get, had like the, 10th or 12th pick okay. I don't know if I would have went that route I think the only other option obviously Diggs like that, that was pretty solid too so between Diggs and Taylor yeah. in my mind was really a 50-50 of what you valued more and I, and I know you like running backs a lot okay all right, all right. you know what I, I think that this has quelled my my stress I would think that 50, I, I think 5 out of 5 times I would, or 50% of the time I would have went either way so honestly it was whatever I woke up and was feeling because okay. Diggs was the number one receiver for like ten weeks last year. I know. All right, all right. I, I feel satisfied with with the responses here. With the response here. Yeah, and I, I do have to draft three tight ends. I'm keeping that strategy under lock and key. I know. <laughs> I I have a, almost an exact idea of what I want to do, and I'm not telling anyone. I know exactly what you're doing. No, you fucking don't. Dude, if you you're going Travis Kelsey in the first. No. And then you got Jonathan Taylor as your RB one. So then you can pick RB two on the way back, and then you're gonna do Bro. Travis Kelsey, and then on the third. Yeah, uh, look me in the face right now. If I draft Travis Kelsey in the first round, then I, I will literally do the punishment with whoever punishment it is. I, and I will do it with them. <laughs> like, like, even if, I, if it's not oh the one God. I picked, I will do anyone else's punishment. If I draft him in the first round. This, this is how confident I am. I am not drafting Travis Kelsey. We'll see. Sh- shake my hand. Really? Man, this is happening. I, this is happening. So if I draft... I, 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 
What, what, what do you I think? I feel like you're be? definitely taking a top guy, though. Like, I feel like you have this strategy where it's not just going to be like 14th, 15th round taking a bunch of like random tight oh, ends. He, he's like, like going to have, have something yeah. here. He's going to have Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, or Kittle in his lineup. There, there's something brewing. Yeah. That's there, a fact. There, there's something brewing. Um, and those are all uh, first three rounders. So he's going to, he's going to, and Jonathan Taylor is his third round pick. So therefore, he's picking one of those three in the first two. There's rounds. something brewing in the, <laughs> in the Witch's Cauldron. And, really? and, and then you will see my beautiful elixir of a team right. when I win. All right, so, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see, big guy. We'll see. All, All right. right, let's pop right over. Because who do you want to hit next, Kamish? Who, who, whose keeper do you want to roast the next? <laughs> I didn't really have any other keepers I wanted to roast. Honestly, I thought they were all pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. compared to last year, I, f- I feel like there was a couple toss ups. Like Matt had Ty Hill and his stuff, but I have a like question. everyone had had some really solid keepers. I have a good one. How about what do you do? You like Bodie with Tyreek Hill in the second? I love Tyreek Hill in the second. I, I don't mind that. You don't mind. I don't that? mind it. Again, it's it's like. You're getting a top guy, right. and even if he's going to go in that range, like you're just locking him up. Yeah. And it can go either way. I, get, I, don't, I, get that. I don't mind it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, let's run through them real quick. Let's go. Um, so you got Buse, Antonio Gibson, I went Kamara. You got Jonathan Taylor. Let's go Proc. So Proc kept Deontay Johnson in the ninth. ninth. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I think they're like he's their Love one. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know how good the Steelers are going to be, but that dude's going to be the one. I know yeah. they have weapons there, but I mean. I, I don't know. I, I mean, they've I mean, always been a high-powered yeah, offense every year. They always be scoring points. And it's the ninth fucking round. Like, yeah. who cares? You know, I mean, like, if he's bad, and, like, even if he's a, f- a flex level, then, I mean, you're still winning. Man. Yeah. Matt kept Justin Jefferson, just like we said on the pot. It was a lock. It's, That's it's, fantastic. It's one of the best ones right behind Buse with Antonio. Jefferson. And I dropped that motherfucker Fuck first week last year, which blows. Yep. Yep. Z, David Montgomery in the fifth. <sighs> I think we talked about that on the pod. The dumpster fire. The dumpster fire. Buse, what do you think about that one? I don't mind it. He's definitely getting drafted higher than that, so yeah. I, I think you still have some value there for like an RB two. Mm-hmm. Nick only had Calvin Ridley. That's who he went with in the fourth. That was his only option. I think Jake got a steal with Josh Allen in the seventh. I love QBs that give high points. I love like there's only like four of them, and if I'm like if you can get one of the four, like you, you're guaranteed like ten more points than any other QB that every week, and that's yeah. huge. That's yeah. huge. So getting him in the seventh is a huge steal. And then we talked about Devontae Adams. Um, yeah. all right, I like this one. Um, so Teddy kept Robert Woods in the fifth. I am ridiculously high on the Rams this year. Um, Kamesh, what's your take on Robert Woods and the Rams? Definitely liking the Rams. I, I feel like he's one of those like low-key guys. Like he's, he's one of the top you know receivers on his team, like in the league, whatever. But he's not like a Tyreek Hill, like Justin Jefferson type name. So yeah. he's just kind of like – like I think I think Teddy's still getting good value out of him, and I, I don't mind that keeper. But he's just like not like like eye popping, but he's still going to put up big numbers, which I think is, is is pretty solid for him. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, yeah, and then we hit Chubb. Yeah, um, um, real quick for for our last little segment here. Um, I do want to go back to just like chatting about quarterbacks in general because I, I know like I'm, I'm a list, I've been trying to read up a lot more, and I think this year I'm going to try to draft a quarterback a little higher. Um, so like, oh, like, who are the guys in that top top tier, like like um of quarterbacks? Like, who's your tier one of quarterbacks? I'll start with the weasel. You're gonna start with me. I go. I think the number one point score quarterback this year. I think it's gonna be every year is Patrick Mahomes. The dude, the guy just can run, sure. can throw. He's just the best. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Lamar's throwing capability, but with his um, running back JK going down, he might be hurt too. Like Lamar, like, yeah. Oh, so is he hurt? I'm not, yeah, I think and like I think something's going on. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure, but like, well, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, he's, if he's, one, healthy, if he's healthy, he's one of my five. Uh, Russell's another one. He's one of my five. Josh Allen, um, and it's just really like I feel like I'm missing one more person. Let me just bring up the roster. So well, I, well, I mean, um, like you have some older dudes in there. I mean, there's a Rodgers. So yeah. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. That was one. I mean, you can also get Tom Brady who can get you 25 on any given Sunday. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Okay. Um, Kamesh, how about you? What do you got? Yeah, no, pre- pretty similar. I mean, Lamar, Josh Allen. I'm not like huge on Mahomes. Like he he throws for a lot of touchdowns, but like, I don't I don't know if I would draft him as high as he's going okay. personally. Like he's definitely in that top tier, but not for me. Like, I guess I would never draft him um, one or two personally. That's me. And, and that's yeah, where you have like to no get, shot. Which, which is I mean, which I feel that too. Like he's good, but maybe not worth the value where he's going. Right. Yeah. No, I think Kyler is going to explode this year. Like he's going to be insane. Yep. Um, and then after that, yeah, I feel like it's a slight drop off, but like not even that much. Like I think 
Herbert's going to be insane again. Like Dak is probably going to be pretty solid. You know, uh, Rogers, Brady, like you said. Matt like, Stafford might be good. There's a lot of good guys at the top. I, I was just going to say, oh, I'm glad you said that. And, and I, Ryan I, Tannehill. Slap it, Rob. <laughs> uh, no, but but you guys both mentioned like like my two guys that um like are I, I think are my two guys. I think like that are like outside of that top tier usually are Kyler. And Stafford. I think Kyler, um, just like another year, um, you know, throwing the ball. You got D-Hop that they added uh, James Conner at back. You know, mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't have as consistent a running game. I think he just gets better. And the rushing, just just having a quarterback that's going to get you consistent rushing yards mm-hmm. um, is insane as it is. But then Kyler's like the guy. Him and Lamar are probably the top two of rushing yards. And then with Stafford, I mean, I, I just mentioned it before. I'm just so high on the Rams. Like, I think Stafford... Um, you know, and it's it's not indicative of like his own three playoff record in the Lions. Like like that's not indicative of like him as a quarterback. I think he's always just been on a bad team. So right. I think throw him with like not just all those weapons, but also just Sean McVay is a fucking genius. Like I like think he's like ridiculously smart. And I think pairing those two together, I think Matt Stafford like could be is a hot take. I, I think he could be the number one like quarterback in fantasy next year. Oh, I really believe yeah, he's that. gonna start walking for that lap soon. Yeah, um, I predicted Dalvin last year was a slap dick. So. Well, Dalvin, I could have predicted that he was going to be one of the best backs, too. Not, not the one, slap dick. That, yeah, but you also said Darren Wall was going to be bad, Murph, so come on, it's not all good. Oh, yeah, you know you what? Chose yeah, the three, you chose the number three back to become number <laughs> such a big call. You try to keep a player that was on your team, so right. you always lose. And we every always, time. <laughs> every time. I don't lost, care what you say. And you, you lost lose. the Weasel Stink Bowl last year. And you uh, were in the circle. Like, you lose every time. Like, yeah, <laughs> I lost. Got, you You beat we're, me. We're, we're, in, we're in a new season, and we'll see. There it is. And there all I know is. is right now, uh, you had the last mess up, which is just the reason. So here we so okay. here we are. Slapdick. So here Slapdick. we are. So here we are. All right. So, um, so I, I think we're going to wrap up. Um, first, I want to say a big thank you to the commission. Yeah. We always the, appreciate the it. The champ champ. The, oh, excuse <laughs> me. Uh, the champ champ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, boys. Always a pleasure being on. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll have you on again soon. Yeah. Um, so, so coming up next, um, Saturday we're doing the Sip and Smoke. Uh, you know, we, we got some some ribs going. We'll, we'll have some um, drinks going. Some drinks going. Uh, some podcast going. Um, yes. Um, and uh, we're gonna do some pre-draft and post-draft stuff. Uh, might be a little active on the social media. Um, which uh, oh, by the way, you should follow uh, Weasel Snake Podcast <laughs> Instagram. Uh, um, we got Facebook. Facebook. Go WeaselPodcast.com. Yep. Yeah, we have our website, which we got to get back um, updated after the draft. Yep. We'll have all our rosters on it. Um, follow us, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and, and you might see some uh, crazy new guests coming up in the near future. Maybe a collab. Maybe a collab. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll keep a hush for now. But um, you know, in in the coming probably week and a half, um, you may be seeing us um, doing a little boozing in a garage. So we'll see. We'll see. That's your hint. Um, but for now, uh, I'm the snake, and uh, I'm the weasel, and that's it.